There is nothing worse than untapped potential. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely the place for you. everybody, welcome to the Unsug Podcast. I'm your host, Lachelle Weemy, and you guys get a chance to spend a little bit of time with just me today because I wanted to share with you my three things that I feel like every successful person has, and you're going to definitely want it if you want to succeed in life and or business. Now, the other cool thing about these three things is that as a mom, I get a chance to help my kids make sure that they have these three things. And as a leader in my growing network marketing business, I get a chance to help to coach and to help the people that I'm leading to have these three things to make them successful as well. So you're ready for those three things. Let's get started. Okay. So one of my favorite, favorite books that I've ever read is a book by Patrick Lencioni and it's called The Ideal Team Player. Now this is a book that I read way back when I used to be a professor and we were actually accepting people into the doctor of nurse anesthesia program. And I knew at that time that we needed students that were not only technically proficient, right? Because they had to be really, really good ICU nurses to be able to handle the rigorous program and the demands mentally, physically, and um, intellectually, I guess, as an anesthesia provider. But we also knew that emotional intelligence and their ability to just be a good person was really, really important in their success. And I've also noticed that myself, with the things that I've done in my own businesses and the way that I've hired people as interns, the way that I have accepted people to work with me in my network marketing business, it all comes down to these three things. And Patrick does a really good job of articulating them. So here they are. There are three virtues that successful people have. Number one, they are humble. Number two, they are hungry. And number three, they are smart. Now I'm going to get into these three and how they apply to you. But, you know, Patrick in his book, he talks about how um, it's the ideal team player. And you might be thinking like, Lachelle, like, what does this have to do with me? Maybe I'm a solopreneur. Maybe I'm just a high school student listening to this. Maybe I'm whatever. And I don't have to worry about teams. I'm going to tell you right now that our world is a team. I will tell you that my kids, when they are in school right now, and they have to do a group project, they have to be a part of a team. They have to be part of a team. And I have to be part of a team in our family because together we accomplish more. I have to be a team in my network marketing business and the way that I lead people, the way that I'm part of a team there. I have to be part of a team at work in my anesthesia career. I have to be a part of a team on my church board. I have to be part of a team everywhere. And the, the complexity of our world today and knowing that I'm literally part of teams that are across the globe, I am partnering with people that are in different countries and I really only have the internet to connect us. I have to be really, really good at bringing these three virtues to the table so that I can make sure that I can accomplish everything that I want. Now, one more thing that I want to say is that even if you're an entrepreneur and you're like, okay, Lachelle, I kind of get what you're saying. I will tell you right now that 
if you want to scale your business, which is where I'm at in the process as I record this today, really scaling my business, you recognize that you are the own lid to your potential. So you can't accomplish any more than you physically can accomplish for yourself. But once you start to leverage power of other people, other people's ideas, other people's willingness to help you, you can completely scale your business and the impact that you're trying to make. And what I've done recently is I have this amazing new assistant um, intern. Her name is Madeline. And I had to look for somebody that had these three virtues because I knew that the way that I wanted to work and what I was supposed to accomplish needed to be done with somebody that was going to work well on my team. I also had to make sure that I carried those three virtues so that I could be the best team player for her as well as the people that I'm trying to serve. So let's get into this. The very first virtue that Pat talks about and that I'm going to expand on is humility. Now, we can say that we have a pretty good idea of what humility is, right? We can say that, okay, well, a humble person is just not arrogant. A humble person is somebody who, you know, doesn't make it all about them and, and they are willing to just kind of like let themselves fall back into the, into the background to let other people rise up. And I got to just tell you that you have to make sure that you are not on one extreme or the other. And the way that I'm going to describe this is this. You are not practicing true humility. If you are sitting in a, in a team meeting, for example, and you have all of these ideas that are coming to your head, and you know that those ideas could bless other people, but you keep them to yourself because you're like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not important enough. Like maybe they're not going to care what I have to say. I'm just going to sit here and, and take all this in. You're not being humble because humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. That's a, that's a quote from C.S. Lewis. So I'm going to say that one more time. Being humble is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. And when you choose to not make it about you, and in that instance, right, you're sitting in that meeting and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like nobody's going to care about these ideas. You're thinking about you instead of thinking about yourself less and more of the team. If you have an idea that could bless the team, my goodness, like share it. And so you don't want to be on one end of the spectrum where you are literally just this mouse in the corner and you never contribute and you never, you know, make yourself visible and you just want to stay on the sidelines you're thinking about yourself more than you need to in that moment. You're making it more about you and less about the service of others, the service of the people on your team, the service of the people that you could be serving. And so instead of being on that end of the extreme, just literally come back into the center. And, and, and again, you don't want to be on the other end of the extreme where you're arrogant and you think that you have all the answers and that everybody else is stupid and that nobody else can do things the way that you can and all the things like that's a terrible person to work with as well. Right. And so bring it back to the center and think about it in terms of how can I make sure that I'm thinking of myself less and how am I serving the people on my team and serving the people who are going to benefit from the things that I'm doing? Okay, so that's the first thing about humility that I wanted to bring up. But the second thing that I wanted to talk about is the idea of being coachable. Now, I have noticed that there have been people that I have either... Um, you know, admitted into the anesthesia program when I was in that role, or there are people in my network marketing team that I have, you know, 
um, early on kind of let be part of, of our organization, our team, or not let, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've welcomed them in. Right. And the thing about it is, is that they might have been really humble in the sense of, you know, putting others first and, you know, taking their turn and, and all the things. But part of being humble is being coachable. And you have to be able to acknowledge that other people know more than you do at the time. That when you start a new program, when you start a new business, there is no way for you to know all the things or maybe the things that maybe work for that particular situation. You might have all kinds of experience that you can bring to the table, but you don't know all the nuances of what it is that you're just starting. And so part of humility is being coachable enough to say, you know what? I don't know as much as you know. You have been doing this longer than I have. I want to learn from you. Instead of taking on a know-it-all attitude that you think that you have all of the answers that nobody else knows any better than you and and you and you don't want to listen. Having that coachable mindset and just being a sponge of of other people's experiences when other people want to pour into you and they want to teach you how to do things. Even if you decide that you're like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm probably not going to use that. Take it in anyway. And that's one of the things that I've always done when I've had to teach people or gotten to teach people in the operating room is you might be learning all kinds of things from different people, right? And some of them might seem completely wackadoo and they're like, there's no way in heck I'm ever going to do that. But put it in your pocket anyway and always ask for rationale. Like, can you tell me a little bit about wh- how you came to that? Or, or um, what made you decide to do it that way? I would love to learn that and ask for rationale because that's going to help you understand whether or not you want to keep that in your pocket um, for longer or maybe you just want to you know, get rid of it politely when they don't know, right? But taking all these pieces of the puzzle and and you never know when you're going to need some of those tools, but if you're not receptive to getting those tools in the first place, you're going to be, you're going to be unequipped. And it's just really important to know that there's going to be people out there that are going to teach you things that maybe you decide not to use, but respect them enough and then decide if you're going to use it or not. But don't go in with a closed mindset that you already know it all and that you don't care to know what they have to say. Okay. That's really important. As, as a part of a team, it's important as being somebody who's learning and something that's new. I have to know this. There's going to be people on my team that I'm leading that have different experiences than I do. And I have to be humble enough to say, oh my gosh, like you bring this to the table. I've never been part of that. I would love to know more about that. If I think that as a leader, right, I have to know all the things, I have to do all the things and that I'm above everybody else. I'm going to, I'm going to handicap my, my team. I'm absolutely going to be the lid to my team. There's someone on my team right now, Kelly, who is way more organized than I am. And she has this ability to just kind of put all the pieces together. Whereas I'm a big picture thinker. If I came into this with the attitude, like, well, I'm the leader. And so I'm the one that makes all the decisions and I'm the one that should know everything. I'm going to miss out on the things that she's going to bring to the table. And so humility comes with being coachable and it really, really comes with the acknowledgement that you don't have all the answers and just be open to learning from other people. Okay. Let me ask you this. Are you a business owner and you feel like you are literally tied to your phone all the time in order to keep up with social media? You know, you need to post consistently, but you don't know what to post and you don't want to have to post every single day because it means that you're married to your phone. So then you're not consistent and then business doesn't follow 
or maybe you have no idea how to attract your uh, ideal client and and you want to find a way to to get the right people to come to you. Oh my goodness, like that was totally where I was and I had to take some time and research to find out what the heck I could be doing to make my life so much better. So here's a scoop. I have found a system that I've created a system that has allowed me to not only attract my dream clients, but it's allowed me to be consistent by planning all of my content for an entire year in one single weekend. And I've decided to offer it to all of you guys. If that is something that you would love to learn more about, make sure to click on the link in the show notes so that you can learn how to get your life back, but keep your social media game on track. The second virtue that I wanted to bring up is hunger. And honestly, this one is pretty self-explanatory. What I have found is that people that are hungry are going to do the work even when they don't feel like it. They're the ones who are going to show up and learn. They're the ones that are going to say, well, you know, I might not have all the skills, but I'm willing to try. And that comes back to both, you know, as, as an entrepreneur coming into my team or even as a, the nurse anesthesia student that or person that wanted to come in the anesthesia program, if they're willing to be hungry enough to study when they don't feel like it, if they're willing to be hungry enough to learn the skills and, and the programs and the things that they need to know, I can make up for lack of technical skills all day long. But if they're hungry enough to want to learn it, if they're hungry enough to want to implement it, we can work with that. And so hunger is, is, is important. And one of the things that I've learned and one of the things that Pat actually brings up in some of the things that I've heard from him is that the skill or the virtue of, of having hunger is something that we oftentimes learn when we're young. And it's really hard to actually instill that as an adult. Now, don't have the fixed mindset to think that that's not possible because neuroplasticity and retraining your brain is a hundred percent possible. So if you're 50 years old and you're listening to this and you haven't been historically hungry in the past, it's not too late for you. But what I'm saying is that if we can instill this type of virtue in our kids early on, we're going to bless them because it's going to be a lot easier for them to show up in and have that work ethic and have that drive later on in life when they're learning it early on. And so that's absolutely something that I wanted to, to point out. Now, something that I coach people that really helps with this hunger part, and, and you probably have heard this, is, is really acknowledging your why. Really thinking about what it is that is going to drive you to do it, even when you don't feel like it. So when I was still on faculty for the nursing and senior program, I would have my seniors come up with a plan to study during their last year of, of school so that when it came time for boards, they already have a really, really founda- heavy foundation. But I got to tell you that when you're in the operating room all day and you have other papers that you have to do and studying for boards that are a year away seems like the last thing that you want to do, it's really, really easy to just let it go, Right. But I had them create their why, and I had them think about why is it important for them to pass boards the first time, and what will that do for themselves and their families, and I had them really kind of tie that down to an emotional center. I do that same with my business partners. If you can think about why you started a business to begin with, and what is it going to do for you, what is it going to do for your family, what will happen if you don't do it? All of those things help you solidify why the heck you're going to show up when you don't feel like it. And I tell people to go down 
seven different times. Now, what does that mean? It's almost like an onion, right? So you have an onion and then you peel off a layer and then you peel off another layer and you peel off another layer. So literally you're going down seven Ys. So somebody might say to me, Lachelle, why did you start a business in the first place? And I can say, well, number one, I wanted a way for me to, to be challenged and fulfilled. Like that was fun for me. And why is that important to you? Because I knew that it's something that was going to make me whole and make me a better person. Why is that important to you? Because I wanted to show up as the best mom that I could. And I, and I knew that I, if I did all the things that I was doing at work and trying to fulfill myself in that way, then I was going to miss out on my kids. Okay, well, why is that important to you? Because I know that my kids are the most important team that I'll ever lead. And if I'm putting all my energy in pursuing my career goals, they're going to get my sloppy leftovers. And why is that important to you, Lachelle? Because I want my kids to know that they're the most important things and that the most important thing I'll ever do in my life is to create these beautiful people who are going to fulfill their God-given journey. And I don't want to miss that. And once you get to all those seven whys and you start to get that like lump in your throat, you know that you've hit it. And I want you to articulate it in some way. I want you to think about it in a sense of how can I put it on my phone? How can I remind myself in a picture? I have a friend of mine who I encouraged her because one of her whys is she wants to take her daughter to Disney World. I said, have your daughter write you a note that says, dear mommy, thank you so much for everything that you're doing to try to get me to Disney World. I love you. And I had to set, have her set that next to her bed. So it was the first thing that she saw in the morning. So when she wanted to hit the snooze button, she saw that instead. And she got up and she started doing the things that she needed to do to grow her business. And so hunger can be something that even people that are driven like I am can still struggle with that sometimes. And so that's where the why comes in. But, but knowing too that being a hungry person, being an ambitious person, being a driven person and taking that on a, that identity on as who you want to be in yourself and showing up in that way and, and saying to yourself like, okay, I don't feel like doing this right now. Um, but I am a driven person. Well, what would a driven person do right now? Well, the driven person would not take a nap. The driven person would finish this job. Okay. Then show up as that driven person. And so take on that, that, that mindset of the hungry person. It will absolutely bless you in so many different ways of your life. And then you're also modeling that for your kids because like I said, if you can get that instilled in them early on, they're going to be more likely to have that later adult. And so when you model that for them, you're showing them what that looks like. And it's really important. Okay. The third virtue and the final virtue is being smart. Now this is where you might be like, okay, Lachelle, like, I'm not, I'm not smart. Like I never got good grades or, you know, whatever. And this is the thing that is so beautiful about these virtues is that it has nothing to do with intellectual intelligence. It has everything to do with emotional intelligence. It's really being smart with people, being relationally smart. What that means is that you have the ability to be able to read a person's interaction with you and response to you. And you can tell whether or not something that you said, you know, made them happy or made them sad, right? You can feel the energy in a conversation and, and be able to tell where it needs to go. You can pick up on subtleties that people have in their body language. You can, you just know that you want to be a good person and you want other people to feel like a, like a valued person. So being smart has everything to do with being relationally smart. And this is something that 
is going to help you in so many areas of your life. I actually have a cousin who's uber successful in in the IT um, world. But the reason that he's so successful is he's teaching people how to have soft skills. Oftentimes, IT people have a lot of intellectual knowledge, but don't have all of the emotional intellect that, that other people do. And so he teaches them how to have soft skills, and therefore, they're able to advance in their careers much faster. So don't underestimate the people smart of this. And really just try to figure out how you can practice ways to be in tune to other people, listening more, um, genuinely caring, building relationships. And I can tell you that this also can be learned, but some people just have a more natural um, knack for this. And and that's totally normal as well. But having a growth mindset is going to tell you that, hey, this is something that I really want to work on. I want to be better in this. Okay, so that brings me to my kind of final thoughts on this whole process. One of the things that Patrick talks about in his book is how important it is for you to have, number one, the self-awareness, and number two, to be brave enough to ask for feedback and to be brave enough to give that feedback. So this is this is his example. If you thought of the th- three virtues, so the virtue of, um, let's see, gosh, the first first virtue was humble, the second virtue was hungry, and the third virtue was smart. And you literally had to give yourself a grade in terms of which one of those is the least um, strong in in yourself, right? So which one do you lack the most of those three? And all three are super important. So if you want to excel in life, if you want to excel in business, if you want to excel in any of those things, you have to be able to work with people on teams no matter what. You have to find a way to to foster those three virtues in yourself. And acknowledging which one of those you lack the most is going to give you the insight and in where you need to learn how to help that. So here's an example. Maybe you have um, kids that are old enough that you guys can have a conversation with family and say, hey, you know, these are three virtues. Maybe you talk to them about what it's about. And then you say, which one of those things do you think you have to work on the most? can also do that with your team at work in corporate America. You can do that with teams if you're if you're a leader in, in an online business. But you ask them to to decide which one of those things is the thing that they want to work on the most, right? And then you have to make an agreement with one another that, hey, you know what, maybe my biggest um, downfall right now is is humility. Maybe I'm just not very coachable. And I know that I need to work on that. And so I need to give people permission in my circle to call me out on it every single time they see that. And it doesn't mean to call me out on it like by talking about me to, you know, my my spouse or or talking about me to to another member on the team or whatever. It means talking directly to the person and say, "Hey, remember when you said that you wanted to really work on humility?" Well, I noticed today that you weren't listening during our team meeting and and you weren't allowing so-and-so to give you some advice. Um, Maybe next time you could just um, take a listen and maybe you'll you'll learn something. Um, And, you know, you asked me to help you be accountable and I care enough about you to do that. So I hope that's okay. And, and by doing that, by, by being accountable for each other and by taking it in, because the first instinct sometimes is to be really defensive, but then you have to remember, like, okay, I do want to be really successful. And so I have to be able to take this, this feedback and, and work with it. And so you're like, okay, thank you so much. And I promise you that the more times people call you out on that, the more times it's going to start to stick and you're going to start to reframe the way that you work. And so 
be vulnerable enough to, to acknowledge it, be vulnerable enough to ask for feedback, and be vulnerable enough to give it. Because if you care more about other people than yourself, you're not making it about yourself and the uncomfortableness that it, that it takes to, to be really, really honest, you're serving them better. Remember, and that's one of the virtues of humility. So I hope this helped. These three virtues are things that I think have truly, truly helped me succeed. They've helped me find the right people to hire. They've helped me find the right people to admit to programs. They've found, they've helped me find the right people to partner with. And so it, it, it not only helps me to be the best version of myself, remember that we're all about being better, doing better and having better, but it's going to help the people around us be better too. And if we love them enough, we're going to, and they're interested in that, we can help them as well. So I hope that helps. Um, my coaching question to you as we part is to think about those three virtues. And I want you to think about the one that you know you need to work on a little bit more. And I want you to find one person in your life that you trust to have this conversation with and ask them to call you out on it if you're ever deficient in that so that you can learn to get better. All right, you guys have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be better, do better and have better, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Untucked Podcast. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.